Welcome to From the Touchline, the Scarborough Rugby Union Football Club podcast. So, warm welcome back to uh, season three or an episode two here at uh, here at Silveroid from the Touchline with myself, Charlie Hopper, and Sharon Tate. Sharon, we're back again for a for a second episode of season three. We've got some exciting uh, exciting guests, the the triplets that are coming in for us. Yeah, yeah. We don't usually have three Triple people, threat. do we? We don't usually. <laughs> no, no, um, no. It was nice actually that mm. the ladies um, the ladies from Inner Wheel. Uh, wanted to well they approached us actually didn't they and yeah. wanted to be on the podcast yeah. uh, i'm just gonna put a little caveat out there if you hear any background noise today um we're in the middle of our leicester tigers camp and um it's just about closing time on day three so yeah. i suspect that very shortly there may be a little bit of background Stampede. noise as everybody escapes for yeah. the day but just proves we're you know we're bringing this live yeah. from a working rugby yeah, environment exactly and also to that when we had our guests in we had to actually move the settee that's in sharon's office round to get to make sure that all in. three of them would actually get in yeah, yeah so we've got three lovely ladies uh, as our guests today um from uh, from the inner wheel so you'll hear from them a little bit later on mm. yeah so we've had some uh, i know we've in the last pod we previewed a couple of things that were going on at silveride obviously we've had to cancel a couple of things mm. didn't we over the weekend sharon we had the really bad news on saturday, saturday um that the tens tournament was cancelled um both myself and sharon were up here at eight o'clock weren't we on mm. saturday morning for a swim yeah for a swim uh, and the pitches were just, they were in horrendous condition, weren't they? Mm, yeah, they were. They were absolutely sodden. There's no way on earth we could have gone ahead with the tens, unfortunately, which, you know, it's not a decision that anybody takes lightly. There's a lot of work gone on in the background to get that uh, competition up and running and all the prep and, and everything. You know, in it, all the teams that are involved, mm. from a maintenance team and a grounds team and the catering and hospitality side, as well as all the work that Matty and the lads have done getting the teams on board. So, yeah... Awful decision to have to make, but it was the the right decision based on the the, the amount of standing water that yeah. there was on uh, on the pitches. Yeah, but f- funny enough, when I came back about four or five hours later, the pitches were pretty pretty good condition mm. actually, which is shows how good the drainage is. Do you know what, Charlie? Though you you can only make a decision based on what you've got. You, at that you can't point. you can't wait because of no. the amount of people that we had exactly. coming from traveling from yeah, you know, a good you distance. If everyone did that and they they turned up and we said, well, it might dry mm. and then it doesn't dry, mm. then you're going to look like, well, mm. what? Why have you done that? Mm. So it, it was the right decision, but it was just a shame that the Colts game got affected as well. Yeah, the Colts were were looking forward to playing um, ahead of the tens competition, but thankfully I've been in touch with the the team. At at Brid, who we were playing, and we've managed to get that game reorganised. We're actually going to play that on uh, the 3rd of September, which mm. is the first day back at rugby, um, and we're going to get the morning over with and we're going to kick off at half past 12. So nice. that'll be quite nice to actually yeah. have a, an actual game on, mm. on our first day back, which yeah. I think is probably quite a rarity. Yeah, oh, 100%. Well, we uh, we return to the senior men's return to action this Friday night under the lights at Dukes Park. Uh, they travel to take on our rivals. Bridlington in just a friendly game. Um, I think from what I've been told, it looks like there's going to be about 16 or 17 mm. of, of, of Matty's squad going to, to travel. So just an all about getting minutes, isn't it, early pre-season? It yeah, yeah, and hopefully they'll get a few supporters go along. I think we're planning to go. You're, you're going yeah, to be we'll there, be, Charlie. Yeah, we'll be so. going as well, which yeah. is good. Um, so it's always always nice to support everyone, isn't it? it? It is, yeah, and it's nice to be able to sort of get a little bit of rugby in mm. at this time of year when the weather's still hopefully reasonable i mean i know it wasn't last week but it, it is a little bit on the up we have seen some blue skies today it's warm so in france be nice yeah <laughs> it's warm i've checked i've checked oh it, charlie's on his way to france soon so yeah the first the first three days of the week are all rain 
Right. And then the, when, when we arrive, it's 32 degrees onwards. Oh, so nice. It's, Taking uh, the sunshine with you. Oh, too right, yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, what else have we got, Sharon, that uh, that we've got now going on that we can sort of preview ahead of, of the next couple of weeks? Uh, well, we've been showing some of the warm-up um, games and we've obviously, ahead of the, the World Cup starting in September, um, we've got our next theme night to reflect that on uh, on the 9th, 8th or 9th of September, um, the, the Friday night. And... Um, yeah, if you want to book a table for that, then get in touch in all the usual ways. Um, it's uh, it's food with a French theme as it's um, as it's held in France. Yep. So, uh, yeah, nice menu and it's nine ninety five ahead. Um, mm. So just yeah, give us a call and, and get your tables booked for that. Yeah. Um, we're still looking out for some staff here at Silveroid. If anybody is looking for um, any hours, um, we've got a couple of openings for uh, short order cook, and um, we're always happy to chat to people that want some, um, you know, some time learning learning the trade, waiting on waitressing, pot washing, clearing tables. Um, give us a shout, and uh, we'll work with you and see if we can get you in uh, mm. into Hartley's. Yeah, definitely. The girls rugby, um, they're, they're running fun sessions at the moment, um, starting at uh, quarter past six and uh, on a Monday. And that is from uh, anybody in year six upwards all the way up to 17. Uh, no pressure. Come along. See if you like it. And, um, you know, we'd be really grateful to have you. Uh, I know there's been a big drive for girls rugby and I know uh, some of our uh, lady coaches have been into schools and, and been doing a really good job of promoting rugby to the younger girls. Um, so yeah, if we can continue to do that and you can spread the word, then that would be brilliant. Yeah, it would be. Um, so as we we touched on in uh, the first episode of season uh, three, minis and junior rugby returns uh, to Silveroid. So all rugby returns on the third of September uh, from under sevens upwards, um, all all the way throughout. We Sharon, we've got we've got all the rugby that's that's back. It won't be far away. It's less than no, a month. No, it's about three weeks. It's about three weeks away. The um, yeah, the under sixes. Sorry, under sevens upwards starts again on the 3rd of September, yep. as you just said, and the younger ones come back on the 10th. And we've also, we're rerunning our strength and conditioning um, sessions this season. So anybody that's interested from under 13s upwards, get in touch with Paul White and his team at Barron's Fitness, um, and you can have a chat with them about any available slots to come in and do some rugby-focused strength and conditioning. Do you know, our lads have been doing that for two years now, and it's made a mm. massive difference, yeah. massive difference. Yeah, it really steps up uh, steps up people's games, doesn't it? Um, you have got an exciting fundraiser as well, Sharon, that everyone in the club can get involved with. Yeah, this is the brainchild of, um, of the uh, under-15s who are hoping to tour to Newcastle next season. Um, so what they're doing is they're organising um, a boot and base exchange, which is boots and base layers. Um, if you want to bring a pair of old rugby boots in and swap them for a different size, you can do that for £5. And if you want to buy a pair of boots that have been donated, that will cost you £10. Um, so what I'm doing is opening up a collection area in my office for anybody that wants to drop off any old rugby boots. Just give them a wipe down first, though, eh? Um, mm. That would be really, uh, really helpful and appreciated. And same with base layers. Um, obviously, we're coming into the 
start of the season and, and um, it, it won't be too cold. But as we sort of progress through, then obviously those base layers get brought out and inevitably the kids have grown out of them since last mm, season. Yeah. So if you're happy to drop those off as well, then that will all go towards the fundraiser um, for the under-15s tour into Newcastle. Um, and I do know that there's a couple of other age groups that are also hoping to tour next season. So I'm in touch with the coaches and as soon as we have a, a view of what their potential fundraising looks like, I'll share that with you all. Yeah, and definitely. Yeah, if we can support them, then that would be brilliant because I speak, I speak from experience that having organised tours in the past, the kids that the players absolutely love it and they talk about it for years to come so if you are in a position to be able to get involved with the tour or think about touring yourselves if you're listening you know as a coach then yeah come and have a chat with me yeah 100 well we'll uh, we'll pause uh, what's going on at silveroid uh, just for now and we'll uh, we'll introduce our our guests they sat down with with me and Sharon, um, and chatted to us all about the uh, the inner wheel. The inner wheel, yeah. For those of you that don't know, um, and I, I only knew because I'm here at the club all the time, and I see them in the in the bookings book, so I knew the name. But yeah, they are connected to. Uh, well, they were started out as a connection to the Rotary Club, but they're now um, an independent um, group. So yeah, hope that you enjoy listening to us. We certainly enjoyed chatting to the ladies and, and I learned a lot about what they get up to. Um, yes, as you said there, what we'd like to do now is introduce three ladies from the Inner Wheel um, who we're really pleased to be able to chat to today. Uh, so we've got Val and Sandra and Ro. Nice to meet you, ladies. Hi. Hello there. Lovely to be here. So a lot of you um, may not, in fact, I'll probably say the majority of people yeah, majority. Might, might not even know what the Inner Wheel is. Um, but obviously the purpose of you ladies joining us today is to talk us through um, sort of the last 90 years of the inner wheel and um, kind of where the rugby club fits in with with your um, your group now and how we kind of, you know, how you work with us and, and you're here once a month, I believe. We are indeed, Sharon, yes. Um, well, the inner wheel club does sound rather like a cycling club, but we don't actually do spin classes. Um, <laughs> it, can be all, it can be arranged. <laughs> well, we're a group of ladies of, of all ages, um, and the inner wheel club of Scarborough is part of a big international organisation. Um, let's ask Val how many clubs there are internationally that belong to inner wheel. Uh, 400 clubs internationally yeah. I think there's another zero oh the and there are 4,000 <laughs> 4,000 4,000 <laughs> wow. clubs yes, of, of worldwide worldwide right. yes. yes and our local club here as you say has been going mm. for 90 years we're not actually 90 year olds sitting here no. um, <laughs> we have members ranging from all ages and from all walks of life and with a variety of interests so when you hit your 90 year anniversary, are you going to be celebrating that in some way? How are you going to mark the occasion? Oh, let's go to Sandra for that because she's organising an amazing celebration in March. We'll be having, it's, it's called our Charter Day and basically it's to celebrate, we have one every year, but this year will be especially special because it's 90 years since we, we first started and we're having, um, a, well it's a lunch at the Down Arms, we've got a very good speaker who's coming to speak to us and we'll probably have about six people who'll be there for lunch and we'll have a really good day. We yeah. have 
Rosemary is making a very nice cake, <laughs> which will be iced with 90 years on oh, it. Amazing. So everybody will have a piece of cake at the end of the meal to celebrate. And yes, we're looking forward to it. So is the speaker uh, an inner wheel person or is that an external well, this, speaker? This year she does happen to be an inner wheel person from over in Barnsley, um, or rather from Airborough. Um, but we have a number of speakers. Each month we have a different speaker on a whole range of topics. We've got someone coming from the police force talking to us. We've got um, various other speakers arranged for the year. Um, we had a fascinating talk here at the rugby club who host us every month. Um, we do actually meet in the upstairs bar of the rugby club, but it, we meet in the afternoon, so mm. the bar isn't open, but um, the rugby club make us very welcome. And um, it's a good venue to come to, oh, easily good to accessible, good parking. Um, excellent facilities and friendly faces. Oh, so, she uh, said all the right things yeah. there. And I haven't even paid well, it yet. It, it is true, and we do feel welcome. <laughs> oh, and, that's good. Uh, and we do have, as I say, a different speaker every month on mm. a whole range of topics. Um, I think the parking is, is particularly important because we uh, used to absolutely. meet hotels in town. Yeah. During the winter, mm. it was fine. During mm. the summer, it would be a nightmare. It, it is, mm. isn't it? It's really difficult for us mm. locals that are here all the time. You know, trying to. I think parking's probably. You could have mm. a conversation all afternoon about the pros yes. and cons of yeah. that, couldn't we? Mm. Mm. So we have a, a member who's ninety-seven, mm. and uh, obviously, um, getting here. It's yeah. difficult. It does, yeah, yeah. It's easy to park and then, of course, the lift. The lift. Yeah, ideal. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. And a nice lunch in Hartley's beforehand in yes. the little restaurant. Uh, and the so bar is open on an afternoon in oh, Hartley's. Yes. Yeah. If you did want to uh, not have a dry meeting, I'm sure that, uh, <laughs> that can be arranged. Mm. But I think Inner Wheel does more than just eat and drink, actually. We do do a number of fundraising activities, mm. um, raising over £5,000 annually for international and local charities. So that's one of our main functions. I can see that your local charities this year are Westway Open Arms and the uh, the YMCA here in Scarborough. Can you tell us a little bit about, uh, first of all, about the charities themselves and then maybe why you chose those charities? Mm, well, I know Val's been involved with using the YMCA facilities yeah. for Inner Wheel for a number of years. Yes, and the YMCA is struggling at the moment, are as they? are a lot, mm, of, a lot are, yeah. since lockdown. Yeah. And uh, we like to keep this local connection with our charities. So mm. the President's charities are always to do with uh, the locality. And um, then we have our international charities, which of course are further afield. So what does what can you tell us about Westway Open Arms? Because I've got to be honest, I don't know anything about them as well, a charity. Rosemary is the she one because she works. Right, okay. She well, I'm a volunteer. Yeah, yeah. It, it's actually a food bank over ah. on Eastfield, um, at Eastfield, which is just south of Scarborough. Um, it primarily started as a food bank, but now it's a drop-in centre mm. with community activities and gardening activities so we grow a little bit of our own food there with various people mm. who drop in and it's also a signposting um, hub so mm. social services and sparks which is a great local organization can use the facilities there so it's really really key now to to lots of people in Eastfield. Now um, I get the connection. I've been speaking with Sparks about a couple of other projects right. that we're working with them on as well oh, this year. So it all kind yeah. of joins together, doesn't it? Well, this it? is what's lovely about Scarborough. Mm. There are so many things that circles that coincide mm. and people that um, can help mm. each other in different areas of need. The other thing we've big. supported this year particularly is Dalaride. 
yeah, just sent it. We just sent them a check. Yes. Because Dalaride helped so many people in Scarborough. Absolutely. Yeah. And it's difficult for them for fundraising. So we decided. Well, Val's, you've become a trustee, haven't you? Oh, yes. <laughs> and, um, so I'm blowing the trumpet for Dan around. Mm. Yeah. Well, we need, you know, that's what needs to happen, isn't it? That's how these things become promoted and how pe- more people hear about them. And mm-hmm. obviously our uh, our listeners will get to hear about this and then we'll share this on our newsletter that goes out from the club to thousands of subscribers. And then hopefully people read that and then start chatting to their friends. And mm. that's how it grows and, and everybody mm. gets to find out about these amazing charities and mm. you know and people like you that are, are working to to help promote that mm. yes i think last year we supported the sea cadets too in scarborough who do a, an absolutely amazing mm. job with over a hundred youngsters every week i'm sure mm. similar to mm. to rugby club teams it's that physical exactly teamwork, oh, doing yeah. something together it's, locally it's having that people. yes for the and for especially for the younger ones it's having that um, that thing in their lives that takes them away from whatever problems mm. they're they're experiencing, whatever mm. they're going through in their you know their their young minds, um, and having that focus and that time that they can spend every week with their mm. friends and doing something physical mm. and learning a new skill. It's yeah. you know lots of my friends' children are involved in sea cadets, mm. and my own nieces both went through sea cadets and had some amazing opportunities off the back of it. Mm. So that's yeah that's really good to hear. And your international charities, you just touched on there. Um, so we've got links to Nepal and the Coloco Trust. Can you tell us a little bit about that? Um, the Coloco Trust is a charity that we've supported for many years, uh, based in Zambia. And when they started raising money, it was for a school. And we raised funds for one classroom. And now we're trying to raise more. The school's grown, they've got another school. And so it's grown over the years and we've watched it develop. And oh, it really is a super charity now. Oh. And it's similar to Links to Nepal, which is our other international charity. Uh, and they're also dealing with children and education and building schools. And of course, education is key, isn't it? Oh, it's such important work, isn't yeah. it? Just to. You know, you kind of, um, unless you're involved directly with something like that, it's not something that crops up in your everyday life. And you, you, for, you, you know, you do tend to forget living your own lives. And everybody that's mm. dealing with their own struggles tends to forget about these children mm. in, in countries like mm, Nepal yeah. and, and like Zambia, where, you know, that they're struggling and not even being able to go to school. You, that's right. You don't even think about that with you, your own children. It's no. kind of a... And it's investing in the future of, of those course. countries too, mm. because if they're population is educated they can then govern and manage their own situations in the future so what kind of activities do you find yourselves getting engaged in that brings these funds in and allows you to to fundraise we have well yeah we've always had an autumn fair which has raised always raised quite a lot of money we are involved in the community fair on saturday in in Scarborough this Saturday this which Saturday. is the 12th of August 12th of August so for everybody yeah. that's listening after after the 12th of August yeah. I'm really sorry but you've missed oh. out <laughs> <laughs> the community fair is organized by the um, Rotary Club of Scarborough Cavaliers and there'll be a lot of organizations or all up and down the precinct um, we're just selling handbags Jewelry bric-a-brac. and bric-a-brac. Yes. <laughs> very so that, classy, yes. very, very classy handbags, very classy <laughs> nice. And, it, <laughs> yes, and la- last year we raised £450. Yes. So oh, wow. It was worth it. 
Yeah. Well, yeah, so that's happening Saturday the 12th of August yes, yes. on the High Street in Scarborough, in Scarborough. Sort of outside right the down. Brunswick yes. and down there. All yes. the way from the Brunswick I... right down to Marks and Spencers. Oh, wow. And there'll be virtually, I think, most charities in Scarborough will be represented. Yeah. I think the inner wheel tables with the bric-a-brac and the handbags, classy ones, will be located somewhere outside Boots. That's right. Yeah, that's you know, other, chemists, other chemists are available. Yeah. Prime real estate <laughs> there, yeah. outside Boots. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. And outside Boots, not opposite Poundland. No. <laughs> I, I imagine that's quite... You, you, you'll have to have worked quite hard, have you, to raise funds recently, just because people don't have that money to just mm. give away to charity. Sure, you're I know, so right to give yeah. away to charities but there's a lot of charities isn't there about in Scarborough you know and, yeah. and to sort of be able to get people's mm. funds in for you must be quite quite difficult because everyone's sort of feeling the pinch, the pinch aren't they at the yeah. moment yeah, mm. yeah. We, we we never do a fundraising activity where we just shake a tin in front yeah, of people yeah. we always organise an event that's such fun that people want to come yeah um, like maybe a lovely evening at the stained glass centre that Val and Simon run um, or another event that people want to come to um, and then you know that's that's a one good of the way things of... that always goes down really well. We we, we often sell uh, new to you clothes, mm. and it's amazing how how that does go down well because we've all got in our wardrobes things that we've bought we've never worn. Absolutely, mm-hmm. and um, we've we, in the past we've found that's been very successful. Yes. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yes, we're thinking of having another one of those, yes. another pre-loved clothes in December. So oh, good watch timing. this space. Yes. Maybe we'll be yeah. able to. Yeah, that's it's just really good. Little and often, really. We just, throughout the year, do coffee mornings, afternoon teas. We've just had celebration for Yorkshire Day. That was good fun, wasn't it? Oh, that was terrific. Everything we do has got to be fun, because the whole thing is, in any wheel, is friendship. That's the main aim. Right. Uh, So we've got to enjoy what we do. It's not at sure. Well, this is it. You don't want it to feel like work, do you? And and, and you don't want it to feel like a chore. it's, Mm -hmm. it's, It's... you know, organising events like you say that people want to come to and therefore then want to spend the money that they've mm. worked hard to earn mm. on something that's bringing them mm. joy. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah. So our monthly meetings each week, uh, each month, um, are very, um, yes, friendship and chat is important. Mm. We have a speaker. But we always start by reading the aims of Inner Wheel, which are to promote friendship, to promote international understanding, and to promote the values of service, of, of doing things for mm. people. So it, it incorporates that the, all those elements. And I guess as well, in, in this day and age, it's easy for the younger generation to forget that those things remain mm. really important. And mm. without wanting to appear rude, as, you, as we all get older, mm. you know, inevitably mm. the friendship side changes massively, doesn't mm. it? As you get to a, a certain age... I mean, I speak, you know, from personal experience with with my uh, my auntie who's in her eighties now, and she is fit, healthy, still goes to the gym, still goes out, mm. still does as much as she can. Mm. But every now and again, you'll get that call, and and she's lost another friend, or mm. you know, and, and so having something having like this network. is so important. Yes. Having mm. that network yeah. because it's it's making new friends as you mm. get to those ages that keeps you going isn't yeah. it as a mm. as an individual yeah. one of our members who joined last year moved over from the other you know right on the tip of west yorkshire and was very anxious about how would she join anything and begin to make her own circle of friends she knew um, her husband had his mm. circle of friends here he does bowling and but she thought, well, how will she make friends? And one of the comments she made to us last week was that she found 
the coming along to Inner Wheel and becoming a member, that she had a circle of friends who were supportive, who were interested in her, who she could share things with. And she's now actually herself, having been quite a shy person last year, she's now, you know, Yorkshire yeah. Day on oh. a Tuesday was run by her and she had oh, a hilarious programme organised. So that, that really does, yes, that's, that, as you say, Sharon, that yeah, circle of friendship is, is really important. important. And, you've obviously... and it can be across all the ages, which mm. again is in a, in a wheel, is open to ladies of any age. Um, and simply, you know, they simply need to get in touch with our, our secretary. Amazing. Um, I see that you've got a nice uh, outing organised for next month to Beverly. Yes, yes. that was organised by Linda, so it, that'll be good fun. Yes. 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 So we'll be shopping. <laughs> we may visit Jacob's Well, which is one of our charities that we support, oh. uh, who are based in um, Beverly. And they collect all sorts of clothes and things to go abroad. Um, a lot of medical things they collect as well and we go along to the warehouse and take all the things that we've got knitted blankets and Amazing. stamps and mm-hmm. uh, all sorts of things crisp packets crisp yeah, yeah. <laughs> ring poles all mm. sorts of things it sounds like blue peter mm. yes <laughs> well it is i think because we are an international organization and um the inner wheel clubs in in yorkshire in our district of inner wheel clubs there mm. are you know really what 20 25 different inner wheel clubs yeah. just in yorkshire so we individually in each club collect stamps mobile phones spectacles crisp packets now yeah. <laughs> you need yeah. to collect an awful lot of crisp packets for them to weigh anything yeah. but then these are recycled or money is um, made from them that then goes to support international charities abroad so I'm just thinking there, how can we help with that? Because, you know, you're here a lot. Mm-hmm. We sell crisps. You know, mm-hmm. we sell packets. So, yes. you know, do we have like collection wrinkles. envelopes or anything like that that we could potentially we don't, help we you with? We could get some, couldn't we? We, we could. certainly could. We, we could get maybe discussing with you and how much space there is mm. a collection small collection collection points, and then points. each month mm. we will then harvest them and then as Val says once a year we take them over to St Chad's at Leeds and then there are international there are lorries packed with these things so I've got to be, be honest with you Sharon. I've that got 17 be... year old twin boys at home I bet we have more empty you get through a lot of doing heartless yes mm. <laughs> absolutely and the other end of the age group gets through a lot of spectacles and yeah, <laughs> yeah well I'm, I'm we're, we're actually we're hitting both markers there so <laughs> Old mobile phones, oh, old glasses. No, yes. That yeah. would be lovely if we could follow that up with you. Yes, definitely. What, what would be efficient and not get in your way as absolutely. a Absolutely, this is the... Yes, um, absolutely. But, uh, oh, no, I love I love it when things come out of a conversation that you think, do you know what, we could help with that. Brilliant. And that doesn't happen unless you have this kind of platform or this forum where mm-hmm. we can invite people in and, and we can, you know, mm-hmm. these things tend to do come out of conversations mm-hmm. like that, don't they, yeah. Charlie? A lot of them plan things. Yes, uh, we never plan anything. Out. What no, are you talking no. about? <laughs> they come out nicely. Yeah. So you mentioned there the upper age limit, and obviously you've got ladies in their nineties. How, how old is your youngest member? Ooh, now we don't often talk about our ages, but uh, <laughs> yeah, we've got, I think probably late forties. Late forties. Yeah. yeah. Oh, that is a big wide age group then, isn't it? Yes. And the, obviously, I mean, in a way, the problem now for for so many younger mums, uh, younger ladies, is that you know work is just. Mm 
consumes mm. every hour of the day yes, it and does, an awful yeah. lot of it's other hours It's not easy, is well. it, for, no. for young people? Because say they're working, B, they've got children to look after. Mm. It's it's very difficult. They and don't all the added pressures at the night. moment. Mm. Yes. No, absolutely. Oh, so much pressure. We do appreciate that. Our meetings generally just last from 2 o'clock till 4 o'clock once a month. So, you know, in a sense, it's not an arduous commitment. No, um, no. Um, Unless and you work it's always, in the class. Yes. yes. And then, yeah. Yeah. But there are other things extracurricular that people can join. You could get involved with. Yeah. Absolutely. So when do you meet? We, once a month here at the rugby club, what day yeah. of the month First is that? First Tuesday of the month. First Tuesday. Of every month. Okay. First Tuesday of every month at two o'clock. Two o'clock. Two and o'clock. you meet upstairs in the, in the main bar or... The, We've bar. recently moved from the Kudos to the main bar. So you're up in the main bar at two o'clock on the first Tuesday of every well, what month. What is particularly nice is anybody who wants to, we meet in Hartley's first to have lunch. Right. Mm. And yes. so we can go in there and we tend to let you know so we can give a rough estimate to a Hartley's. So yeah. say there'll be 15 ladies coming for lunch right. sort of thing. Okay, lovely. And, um, and that's nice because it's a get-together beforehand. People can enjoy lunch. Yeah. And they go up and they have the meeting while we have a cup of tea and a biscuit halfway through and, and a chat. Nice. Oh, that's that's lovely to know. Um, and does can people just turn up on spec, or do they need to ring and book with you beforehand? I think they could turn up on spec, but usually yes. they get in touch with. Usually they've been um, invited by a friend right. member, haven't mm. they? Mm. And somebody said, "Oh, I'd like to join something," and and we say, oh, "Come to in a wheel." Lovely. Uh, so there aren't many people who just walk in and say, "I, I want to." Yeah, join what you're you doing? Can I sit with <laughs> you? <Yeah. laughs> But, if they did, but they are very welcome. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. There's yeah. always the treasurer and the secretary at the door and at a table, and mm. they would they would, you know, chat to anyone who did come, just wondering, having heard this mm-hmm. excellent podcast, we, so, <laughs> we are so lucky to be having this conversation. It, it is really helpful. Oh, we love doing the podcast, we do. don't we, Charlie? Yeah, we do. This is um, this is season three we're in now, so we've been uh, this is our third season. Mm. We did a little bit of research. I mean, not very much research, but a little bit of research before we started. And apparently, if you hit um, twenty episodes of any podcast. That you're in the top one percent of podcasts worldwide, mm. um, yeah. so we're on season three. So oh, yeah, we're doing uh, really yes. good. Oh, yes. You put Scarborough Rugby Club on the map. I know we're very lucky. I don't think there are ever, certainly not many other grassroots rugby clubs that put their own podcast out. So we're lucky that the club supported our vision of mm. wanting to do oh, yeah. a podcast and allowed us to get all the kit to, to do it. And I'm lucky that Charlie wants to work with me every week and is happy I'm, to do all the clever I'm lucky stuff. That you want to work with me. <laughs> all the technical stuff so yeah it's uh it's great and and we're never happier than when somebody approaches us and says can we come on your Mm. podcast so that's great because getting people here people sometimes tend to be a a bit nervous about speaking in front of a microphone but yeah we just want to make people feel comfortable and share share the stories and talk Mm. about what we're doing here at the club don't we well Well, obviously you've made us feel very you've made us (laughs) you've made it very easy i realized that we're actually sitting on a settee looking rather like the three wise monkeys (laughs) hear no evil speak no evil and whatever the other one is (laughs) yes yeah um just going back to membership is it something that people join for free or is there a financial commitment just so everybody's got all the details Yes, this yeah. year uh, the subscription for joining for the year is fifty pounds. Right. It's a, a cheaper year this year. It's usually sixty pounds. Right. Uh, and then we pay. Some of that goes to the association headquarters, the national. Mm-hmm. Some goes to international in a wheel, and some goes to the district, and then we keep the rest to run the club. 
So those of our listeners that do know about Inner Wheel will know of its connection to Rotary, but you explained to me when you arrived today, ladies, you don't have to be involved with Rotary to be part of Inner Wheel. That's true. Since 2012, ladies um, who have no connection with anyone in Rotary are free to join Inner Wheel, having seen what the aims and taking on board um, you know, the, the reason for joining. Oh, that's They'd good. That's good welcome. to know. Because I imagine with a lot of things, people are potentially, if they don't know how things run and don't necessarily want to put their hand up and ask, it's mm. it's difficult to understand how mm. these things yeah, work, isn't right. it? Things mm. can sound very cliquey or very mm. close. Exactly. And that puts people know. off, yeah. doesn't yeah. it? Yeah. The, the one good thing about in the wheel is it's not cliquey in any no. way, shape, or form. Mm. When I retired and I was asked to join various organisations, and you think, well, a woman's organisation, what's this going to be like? Mm. Walked in, everybody was just so friendly, nobody was cliquey. I sat down, was made to feel welcome immediately, and consequently, I've, I've been there now for 15 years. Oh, <laughs> yeah. okay, oh, that's President brilliant. President twice. <laughs> President twice, yeah. We do do a number of activities with the local Rotary Clubs. Um, where they were running the dragon boat races at Wycombe Water Parks, then we we're part of helping. I think we do won some that of the this year. Yeah. Did yeah. you? Yes, yes. yes. I, I think we did. I think Paul, yeah. Paul and the team, oh, Paul and the yeah. team at Barons well, won Some that of us this year. were there cheering for you, yeah. clearing yeah. up the litter and doing yeah. some of the other jobs that we take yeah. on board. But yes, we do do a number of some just fun activities with Rotary. Actually, I have to say, three years ago, four years ago. Our inner wheel foot golf team beat the Rotarians <laughs> foot golf team at foot golf down in yes, Killaby. Yes, yes. Down at Killaby there. Having just heard women's football have just got through, haven't they? The have they? I've not, yeah, I've not yeah. Not yeah. 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 on penalty shootout. Yeah, oh, sorry, that was oh, was it? I've, I've been so busy today, I haven't even had a chance yeah. to catch up with any news mm. yet. Oh, that's good news yes. then. And the good thing was during COVID, we managed to keep going through Zoom. Of course, mm-hmm. yeah. Because that the a joys lot of, of Zoom could have folded, but mm. we managed to keep going with well, the Zoom. Well, Val here, our <laughs> technical expert, yeah. <laughs> who uh, you know initially approached you about doing this podcast, Val managed to sort out how to get everybody on screen yes. on Zoom, yeah. and then in between our meetings, Val even arranged international sightseeing trips. <laughs> where we could sit on our own settee in the privacy of our own homes and be taken on guided tours around all sorts of lovely yes. places, Prague yes, and that Paris. That's right. Yes. <laughs> oh, so yes, we're not we're not completely seems a long in the time ago. Does that? Yeah. yeah. Thankfully, but yeah. you got us on board with that technology, mm. and that that really helped. As this this whole facility mm. of podcasts with the rugby club, I mean, it's mm. brilliant to just climb on that technology. Mm. Bandwagon. Well, it's a platform that's here for everybody to use that's mm. got anything to do with the club, whether you're you know, listening as a coach or a parent or just somebody that subscribes to the newsletter and knows about the podcast. Um, yeah, anybody that wants to come in and have a chat with us, we're always always happy to speak to you and, and would love to welcome you in. Um, ladies, is there anything else coming up that you, you want to cover off while you're here? Mm. Have you had a go at paddle tennis yet? No, no, really. Right. What, every oh, lunchtime we say, oh. Liz Barton's yeah. Oh, Liz Barton's yeah. yes. yes. Well, can I just say that we had to. four ladies playing last week with a combined age of 350. So I don't think there's any excuse from no, anyone uh, to not give it a go. Yes. So, yeah. Especially yeah. as we come here every month. We, yes. could, easily we could come for through. paddle tennis first, <laughs> lunch at Paddle, lunch, meeting. In a wheel meeting. Sorted. We'll be there. 
yeah. Well, we'd love to have you. I think yes. uh, we should have a chat with Paul and make that happen. Yeah, definitely. Get that. Get that. Get you booked on. Yeah, we won't let that one slip. <laughs> Ladies, it's been lovely to meet you all, and and for me as well, learning a little bit more about. You know, I see you ladies in Hartley's as I pop in and out, you know, during my daily sort of tasks here. But to, to meet you all personally and to understand more about what Inner Wheel does and how you work with us here at the club um, and, and the events and everything that you've got coming up. Um, it's, it's been a real pleasure. I'd like to just say thank you for, for coming in and, and thanks for sharing that with us. Thank you. Thank, thank you, for you Charlie and Sharon. Yeah. Absolutely excellent time. Yes, yeah, so... Sharon, it was great to have uh, all three of them with us in the uh, in in your lovely office. Lovely ladies, yeah, really lovely, lovely ladies. ladies. Very passionate, very passionate about what they do and and yeah. all the fundraising and yeah. and just you know what I took from it, Charlie, was just being able to spend time with you know like minded people, yeah. Um, yeah, and build friendships and you know and share that with with other groups, not only here at home and and you know in our locality, but nationally, nationally and globally mm. as well. Yeah, and and obviously. Although it's great to have them here and, and, and part of our um, podcast as well, they were challenged um, as part of their of their national group, weren't they, or an international mm. group, to create a podcast themselves. That's mm. sort of the reason why they came forward to us. So mm. it was great for them to, to be here, and fingers crossed that... I think um, they were quite shocked that we existed, weren't I know, they? Or, or to the level that we existed <laughs> yes. to. I, they didn't really know what, what, what we offered. But, um, yeah, it was great to have all three of them in, and, you know, we hope that they can continue to you know, grow in the in the future. Yeah, absolutely. And likewise, if anybody else is listening and has a story to tell or would mm. like to just come in and have a chat with us where our door's open, uh, we'd love to uh, we'd love to host you on the podcast in a future episode. Mm. Yeah, now next we're chatting about um, the new digital loyalty scheme and uh, and Dirty Fries, Sharon, that we've Dirty got at, at, uh, at Hartley's. <laughs> Do you know what? Yeah, they've gone down an absolute storm. Um, yeah, so Squid is uh, our new digital loyalty scheme. Hopefully you'll have seen some of the promotion that's gone out about it. Um, you know what it's like, Charlie. You go into a cafe, they say, have you got a loyalty card? And you get like a credit card sized piece of card and they stamp it every time you buy a mm. coffee well you end up with dozens of those and when mm. you go you can never you can never find the one that relates to the cafe that you're actually in at the time uh, but squid takes all that pain away and it allows you to have it on your phone yeah exactly um and of course it's 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 sort of carrying on from the from baron's transition into that wasn't yeah, it the amount yeah. of times i turned up to the gym and didn't have didn't my have card, card. Mm. so you'd have to you know get let in or whatever mm. so it's a good way of doing it. Is, it is, and it's quite easy. It's it's good on both sides, really. It's good for us as a business because it allows us to track what we're selling and who we're selling to, mm. and what time of day we're, we're busiest, and what type of drinks we're selling. So it allows us to work as a as a management team on what we're delivering, and you know, and continue to grow and improve our services to, yeah. to you guys. Um, and for you as a customer, as a consumer, hopefully it makes your life easier. You just tap it on your phone and you've got your stamp. And then when you've got 10 stamps, you can redeem that for your drink of, of choice. Um, anybody that's struggling with it, there are QR codes around the, the counters and there'll soon be some more on the tables. But just catch one of us, have a chat and, and we'll happily talk you through it. Um, you just need to scan the QR code and download the app and then tap the squid device next time you come and buy your coffee. Yeah. So it is quite simple. Yeah, exactly. Uh, anything else, Sharon, that we've got? Um, oh, dirty fries. Yes, dirty fries. Yeah. So I've had, do you know what? I've had so many messages about these. In fact, somebody was in uh, Hartley's yesterday and he stopped me as I was walking past and said, and pointed to his empty plate and said, mm. that was amazing. Oh, wow. I was like, what, what have you had? <laughs> dirty yeah, fries. Yeah. yeah. Come and give them a try. Yeah. Yeah. They're on the menu. Oh, I might have to try and uh, give them a try when I'm when I'm over here. Mm. Um, now there's no real point in 
ch- chatting about the cricket, cricket only because no, it seems to be made over. redundant at the moment in terms of the uh, in terms of the rain. But uh, yeah, Sharon, of course, on the easy, and there's more information about the uh, the Yorkshire Coast 10K as well, and getting ready with that with Barons Fitness. Absolutely, uh, I do know that the 10K is now sold out. So unfortunately, if you're listening to this and thinking you'll have a go. Um, as far as I'm aware, there are no more places on the 10K. What we have done is teamed up with um, with the Yorkshire Coast 10K and pulled together a training plan. That A copy of that is in this week's e-zine for you to have a look at. Uh, you'll probably need to jump in on week three or four, I think, um, in order for it to run to the end of your, your plan and then mm. tie in with the race itself. But if anybody's listening who is already running the Scarborough 10K... Could you get in touch with the guys at Barron's? Because they're hoping to pull a team together, uh, you know, catch up on the day and spend a little bit of time warming up and and just try and get a real team vibe going with Mm. uh, with the Barron's members. So, yeah, reach out to the team at at Barron's if you already uh, have your space for the Scarborough 10K. Mm. Yeah, especially if you haven't started running and you're wanting to run, Mm. do it's yeah, very fun it's very well it's i enjoy it anyway but... it's addic- i don't like running but it's still addictive yeah i still do it yeah i actually quite enjoy it you know <laughs> maybe i quite enjoy putting myself through that sort of pain but yeah, yeah if anyone just fancies uh fancies getting involved and and that that essentially doesn't have to be the the plan for the end goal being the 10k does it but it's still no. an, op- an opportunity for people to i think as well if you've got a goal in mind and you've got a target and you have a race booked in mm. it does push you out the door and make you put your trainers on and then go and yeah. do it that's what's yeah. always got me running having yeah. that having that event coming up that i know i need to you know deliver on mm. so yeah I agree, yeah. Uh, we drew our Spartans last week. Uh, so the July winners of £100 each were Geoffrey Parkins, Jim Duncan, Richard Scales, Sue Hansen and Mr Paul Shipley. So, um, yeah, well done, everybody. And if anybody isn't a Spartans member and would like to be, give us a shout and we'll get the forms filled in for you and mm. you can win uh, one of five £100 prizes every month. I'm still yet to win, so we're still going strong. <laughs> still the chance there. You've got to be in it to win it. You do. <laughs> and I think just rounding off, um, this Saturday we've got a, uh, a group going out from Silveroid um, just in the front of the car park there. Uh, it's been organised by a group called Wheelie Active and it's just um, it's called the Big Bike Revival. So if you meet here for a 10 o'clock start, they'll provide you with a push bike and some high vis and lights if needed. Uh, you need to be 16 years or above, but they're going out this Saturday to for a couple of hours to do some road riding skills. Um, and then the week after, um, confidence building, and that will be followed by an emergency roadside repair workshop, mm. which I'm going to get my lads on. They're pretty good, actually. They, they can change their own tyres and they do yeah. keep their bikes sorted, but I think that'll be a really useful one. It's first come, first served, and if you do want a space on any of those uh, workshops... Could you email Julie H at wheelieactive.org to book? And that's wheel as in W H E L. Or give me a shout and I'll, I'll run through it with you. Mm. Well, that's the end of uh, another episode, Sharon, here at. Uh, that here went at quick. Sol- I know it did, didn't it? Um, again, a, a really good episode. We're, we're motoring into our season three now. Um, obviously, it may be a bit more spaced out this month just because of holidays mm. and, and everything like that. Um, what with me leaving the country. 
twice in the, like the next month or two or whatever. So, <laughs> um, yeah, it's 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 we're motoring on, but we're always looking for more guests. Always looking for always more guests. Always looking for yeah. guests. Anybody that's done anything different or wants to come have a chat with mm. us, or anybody that's got an opinion on anything that's yeah. happening, or if you're doing any fundraising, fundraising, things like that, and we can try. What and did push you think it. of the Barbie film? Anything you want to talk no, to us about? We won't be chatting to anybody about the Barbie film. Did you not? Have you not seen the nope, Barbie film? No, won't be going to watch either. Why is that, Charlie? Just won't be doing it. Are you frightened? Are you frightened Just of it? Not doing it. I can't <laughs> be doing. I can't be doing with that. I said. I said I'd go and watch. I said if if I was going with um, family, I'd just drop them off to watch it and then I'll go and watch it somewhere else at another on another screen. Okay. So, something like that. <laughs> Widening your horizons. I'm not doing it. I'm not okay. doing it, Sharon. It's oh. not happening. I might do it one day when it comes out on okay. Amazon or something like that. But all right, it then. will be with all the curtains closed so that no one knows what I'm watching. Um, uh, on that note. On that note, yes. Uh, so, thank you very much for listening. Um, of course, from myself and uh, and Sharon, for your support and, and obviously... Mm sharing the podcast um listening to the podcast uh, and keep an eye out for our next couple of guests that we've got in the next couple of weeks <laughs> <laughs>